Hello, good morning or good day. Welcome to Turning Point with Femi Emmanuel. Welcome also to Saturday, the 21st day in March 2020. God's word for our meditations and prayers today is from Psalm 24, verse 7, and it reads, Lift up your head, O gates, and be lifted up ancient doors, and let the King of glory come in. End of reading. Open your hand. I prophesy, may your gates be lifted, and your desired doors be opened where you desire them. In the name of Jesus, from today, you won't deal in shallow waters anymore. You will go into the deep ocean of business, of career, of ministry. God will transform you from mini to mega in the name of Jesus. I don't know who God is sending this to. Everyone that has ever pitied you shall soon come back to envy you. Someone out there listening to me is fighting a battle of life. Which battle are you fighting? Battle against cancer or some other deadly diseases? Battle of life in your marriage, in your office, in your school, in your place of work, over family inheritance? Which battle? I prophesy, God will fight your battle and hand over victory to you in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive it. You will soon begin to celebrate here. Now put a battle seed behind this prayer. Don't just pray and leave it to God as we have taught here many times. Victory is yours. You are coming back to give us your victory. In the name of Jesus, who is this? You hear strange sounds in your spirit, in your mind. Then someone else, you hear steps as if human beings are following you. Then cobwebs affliction. Everywhere you turn, you see cobwebs. These are negative signs. Open your hand for prayer. All strange and disturbing happenings in you and around you, I command them to stop now. Strange sound, terrifying beings, steps behind you, cobwebs affliction. Holy Ghost fire, burn them to ashes today. You are delivered and you are set free. Come on, shout, I'm delivered. Say, I am set free. Yes, that is the end of that affliction. Don't expect it again. Take the anointing oil and anoint yourself today. All March 21 born people, receive your birthday prayers. This shall be a memorable birthday in your life. God will bless you with special birthday gift and also inspire people to bless you with gift. Say, Amen. First situation for teaching and counseling today. Please, sir, is it possible for an eight-year-old boy to be causing his parents to sleep like loggers would every night, then be moving around at midnight, sexually abusing her younger sisters? He always claimed that somebody is commanding him to do it. Please, what can this family do to be delivered from this ordeal? Wow. To your first question, is it possible? Yes, it's possible. Remember the young damsel that followed Paul the apostle for many days, prophesying after them, until Paul was grieved in the spirit and received and designed that a foul spirit was in operation. Although I'm not saying this about you, this is why it is wrong for those who go from place to place, shrine to shrine, to goddesses, herbalists, and pseudo-religious houses, looking for fruit of the womb. Such babies are demonized from the womb. It could also come from other sources that the child is exposed to. Now, for deliverance and prayers, take him to an anointed man of God around where you are that is gifted and anointed to handle such cases for prayers and deliverance. But be careful that is a genuine pastor who uses God's word and the anointing on him only to help people. You can also call our prayer line pastor, explain the issue, then put his phone on speakerphone for the boy and the entire family, for pastor to pray a prayer of deliverance, the boy will be delivered. 
and we live a normal life. Like he said, a strange spirit is operating on him. He will be soundly delivered in Jesus' name. Next, I'm a single working class young man. I fell in love with a lady. She has everything I required in a wife, physically, psychologically, and spiritually. But the problem is that she has a child. What should I do, sir? Wow, having a child is not a problem, provided that the child is not from a proper or illegal marriage. Maybe she conceived out of wedlock. The only issue for consideration here is that she meets God's required standard. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 to 16, as I regularly teach it here, do you also meet that standard? One more thing, you should be ready to accept and adopt that child as yours. If you don't love and act as a father to the child, you will have problems with her later. A woman is miserable without her child. They are emotionally attached. Once you can convince yourself of these two conditions, you are good to go. But if not, please don't try it. Next, good day, our blessed and wisdom-filled pastor. My question is, is it a sin if I marry a woman without paying her dowry at the moment until when I have enough money to go and pay? Wow, it's not a question of is it a sin? It's a matter of that is the right thing to do. Your people must go to her people to formally ask for her hand in marriage and pay the dowry that the two families must have agreed to pay, then receive parental blessings. That is what is called marriage before God and before man. It is a must and you should. In most families, they don't even ask for much again these days. And so it is good that you do it and you do it well. Then let me ask you, if you don't have common dowry to pay, how will you take care of that woman after marriage, especially when within nine to 10 months, baby has arrived? And what respect will you have from your in-laws? So work hard, have enough money for dowry and to take care of your family. You are the head and supposed to be the chief provider. Follow our work creation teachings here. Having enough money to make up in life is not difficult. Follow and do what we teach on wealth creation. Next, a family member or turning point that had the counsel I gave to an intending couple with glycoma challenge yesterday uh, has given me strong reasons from medical point of view and personal experience with close people around him to review that counsel, and I will. He said glycoma for most people is hereditary and treatment, if possible at all, is very expensive. While I will ask the intending couple to please hold on, I want health experts, medical doctors and consultants in this area of medical healthcare, of healthcare, to please contact us, send in your expert opinion. Send it to plus two three four eight zero nine seven eight seven eight nine four thousand today or any day very soon. So why we can get back to those concerned on time and also advise others. Remember that I said I am not a medical doctor. Yes, God can heal glycoma, but if we know there will be problem, we better don't go near. Thank you, sir, for this opinion. We are waiting for the consultant and medical doctors in this area. Please let us know your pedigree so that we can know who we are talking to. Next, I need an urgent advice, sir. By God's grace, I'm the senior pastor of a ministry. When we started with one branch, I was the pastor and do enjoy the allowances as stipulated. 10% of our tithe. Now we are working to expand the work 
I am not pastoring any branch again, and so no more allowances. I wish to be living on the tithe of the ministry and be paying tithe of tithe. Am I doing the right thing? Help me with your candid advisor. Wow, no, you are not doing the right thing on two areas. One, why are you not pastoring any branch? That is wrong. You should be the pastor of the headquarter branch, which are, even though you may have associate and resident pastor. I am still the pastor of the headquarter branch of our church, though I have resident pastors, of course. Number two, the tithe of the church is not for the pastors. I've said that time again here. Together with the board, the council of the elder, the salaries of the senior pastor and other pastors should be fixed. Then pay 10% of the church tithe to a mentor church or to a higher, a ministry or minister with higher grace and power. Since you are the founder, don't let your heart be on the salary now. Let your comfort stay till later. Those using the Old Testament setting of tithe belonging to Levites are wrong and deceptive. We, today's pastors, are not Levites. Levites were not permitted to own anything or to do any work other than priestly duties. Today, you and I and most pastors across the world, we engage in other things to earn money. So, we are not the Levites. Let the tithe be for the church. Take the allowances or the stipend that the elders and the board may approve for you. And then don't go into establishing branches too quickly. It will slow down the growth of the church and drain you of funds. I don't take salary or any allowances at all from our church. I bring my own money into the church to develop the church. I don't earn a dime from this work. Although it is not a sin to do so, I just decided I was not going to do so since I have other means. Well, we'll continue from here tomorrow. Now, if you are sending in your tithe, your sacrificial battle and trinity seed, once the alert gets into the commission's account, I pray for you by name, I prophesy on you, your doors will keep enlarging. Do so today, do so all the time. Then I pray for all my listeners today, you will not be affected by COVID-19. None of us shall be affected by coronavirus disease, no matter where you live on earth. I decree against coronavirus, die and go, leave the earth alone. Leave the earth alone. Remember that I have encouraged every one of us to use Psalm 91, verses 3 to 16, to pray for our lives and our family every day. I hope you are still doing that. COVID-19 is a spiritual attack on humanity. You are divinely protected. Everyone under the sound of my voice, you are divinely protected in Jesus' name. Go and thrive. Go and do well. Go and fulfill purpose and destiny. God sent me because of you. Heaven will not rest until you are truly blessed and fulfilled. I'm Femi Emmanuel. I love you. Have a great day.